name is Enda Magnolti, and I'm creating this podcast to give you a little gift. And the gift is around a plan to help you to flourish for Christmas. We hope you listen in, maybe as you're out running, perhaps you're walking through the mountains, maybe you're even on an airplane coming home to that old famous Chris Rea song. Maybe you're driving home from Dublin or Limerick, or maybe you're driving through the suburbs in New York, or perhaps as some of our listeners have recently come in, maybe you're from Toronto. Perhaps you're going to be in Sydney for Christmas. But our gift to you is a little plan that allows you to flourish and maximize your Christmas. From a friendship point of view, from a family point of view, from a fitness point of view, and of course, in terms of giving. Happy Christmas. Since I was 14 years of age, I've trained every single Christmas day. I always run on Christmas Day. I've never missed a Christmas day of training since 14. Now, as a young boy, my dream, of course, was to play for Armagh, to be good enough to be on a team that won the All-Ireland. But now, long after my football career is over, I cherish that 90-minute period when I train. I used to go running on my own, but then I realized that I could go running with teammates. And then I realized, of course, it would be useful to run with teammates, maybe family and friends. So now I really strongly urge people listening in today to think about over Christmas, to plan your Christmas, to plan out your Christmas, to maximize it. Whether you only get a week off work or whether you only get three days off work, to plan for a Christmas that's meaningful. To plan for a Christmas that is allowing you to flourish, maybe your family to flourish, perhaps even your community to flourish. And we dedicate this flourishing Christmas plan to the Father Peter McVeary Trust. Because we do recognize that at Christmas, a lot of people unfortunately dread it. A lot of people won't be getting their turkey and ham dinner. A lot of people, Santa Claus, won't visit this Christmas, whether it's in the inner city streets of Dublin or perhaps Limerick, or maybe even closer to my home in Armagh. We have to recognize that in parts of the impoverished world, a Christmas toy by Santa Claus is probably very far-stretched. Explain to me what you mean by flourishing. Flourishing is a very holistic view on our life. It's about making the most out of your life from a personal point of view, in terms of your loved ones and your family and your friends. Flourishing's being in a state whereby you mentally, emotionally and physically are getting the most out of your life. Flourishing is the opposite of suffering. Flourishing is the opposite of being in a negative, depressed, suffering state. So let's try and give a little bit of inspiration in this podcast to people to be proactive in flourishing. Flourishing doesn't happen. We have to plan for it. We have to be uh, careful to allow ourselves to get in that flourishing state. And I guess by running every Christmas day, it's given me the energy to maximize my Christmas. Now, I always talk to our clients and friends and family members about training the 12 days of Christmas, not eating chocolate on the 12 days of Christmas. So for the 12 days of Christmas, to create a flourishing plan, and I'm going to talk about five or six key aspects of that flourishing plan. And I'm not going to start with fitness. I'm actually going to start with, most importantly, family. Christmas is a time for family. It's a time to spend quality, engaged time uh, and presence with family. 
And it's a time to really have meaningful experiences, whether if you're lucky enough that your mother and your father are still alive, or maybe even your grandparents, or especially children, and to spend quality experiential time in their company. It's a time to go out and help your family. I used to really cherish helping an old aunt and an old uncle at Christmas time, whether it was helping them with their Christmas cake, stirring the old Christmas pudding in the bowl on a little uh, old house in South Armagh. Or perhaps it was my uncle who at that time was in an old people's home and spending some time with them, maybe having a bottle of beer or a bottle of stout with him. So Christmas is a time where we really get to step back from chasing and running and trying to become better. And it's a really brilliant time, especially if you're Irish, to focus in on the old traditional festive treats and festive, I guess, rituals. Christmas is also a great time for friends, to go and engage with friends. Perhaps, unfortunately, in Ireland we've become uh, famous for drinking far too much over Christmas. Alcohol is important. Nights out are important, I believe, and having some nights out with friends is important. A lot of people can overdo that, have too much alcohol, which takes away from the richness of Christmas. I would always encourage people to have their few drinks if you're into having a few drinks, but don't overdo it. Engage with your friends, have three or four glasses of wine or four or five bottles of beer, but if you're having 15 drinks, you're probably going to write off the next day, maybe two of the next days. And if you're drinking back-to-back nights, it's highly unlikely you're going to flourish for Christmas, and it's more likely you're going to suffer and we all know what it's like to suffer for a hangover for Christmas. Then I would move into fitness. As I said, I would inspire people to try and do something from a fitness or exercise point of view every day over Christmas. As a little challenge to you, and we will be doing this on social media, so watch out on Twitter and watch out on Instagram. For 12 days in a row, could you do something in terms of fitness and exercise? Maybe day one is a long 90-minute walk with a loved one, a family member, or a friend, or maybe even somebody who is uh, going through very difficult times at Christmas time. Maybe day two is you get to the gym and do a very uh, challenging session. Maybe it's a body weight circuit. Perhaps it's a head session on the bike or the cross trainer. Perhaps day three, you stay at home, you get a mat out on the floor, and you do 60 minutes of yoga, followed by 15 minutes of meditation. Perhaps day five, what you do is you go for an easy 10k run through the woods or at the sea. And in Ireland, or maybe even where you're based around the world, and a lot of our listeners in Australia or New York City, or recently we had somebody in Dubai contacting us online. Uh, Perhaps even Dubai, you get a chance to go for a nice easy run, maybe even get into the sea over there. You're pretty lucky that you might have nicer weather than we'll have in Ireland. So be creative and innovative around your fitness and your exercise over Christmas. And I would strongly encourage, it's at least 60 minutes every day. Everybody says, Enda, that's over the top. Come on, you're you're a little bit overly zealous in that regard. Well, I would say no. Christmas is a brilliant time to exercise every day. Do it early in the morning when most people are in bed with a hangover. So it gives you the energy to flourish for Christmas rather than lying in the 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock and lying on the couch all day. Lying on the couch for a nice Christmas movie is important. Those old, beautifully crafted Christmas movies that we all love. I would strongly encourage that. But not to spend the whole day on the couch watching rubbish Christmas TV. 
I then move into festivities. I refer again to the nights out. I think that's fundamental to Christmas. I would encourage you to do that, but plan well for them. How do you maximize it? How do you do festivities that are meaningful, enjoyable, and that allow you to flourish? I then move into focus for 2019. For every Christmas since I was 14 years of age, I've always spent at least two hours reviewing my year. What did I really enjoy? What was I most proud of? What did I get the biggest kick out of? What did I progress during that year? Uh, what did I do maybe on the sports pitch? From a business point of view, what did we do that we really, really thought made an impact on people's lives? And then I spend two hours previewing and planning for the next year. So focus for the next 12 months. And I normally make sure that's aligned with my long-term mission in life. And I make sure that's aligned with, of course, meaningful goals. Not just goals that are set for the sake of achieving them, but meaningful goals. I think a famous coach uses the phrase, uh, goals without fulfillment is failure. Let's have fulfilling goals rather than goals that are meaningless. Food is another one of the F's I'm going to talk about. People say that Christmas is a time to you know, put on lots of body fat and that your body composition suddenly changes from being lean to being fat by mid-January. And yes, that does happen to a lot of people. I would say be conscious about your food. Christmas is a great time to eat well. Christmas is a great time to eat real food, as our nutritionists and our team would speak about. And by real food, turkey, ham, cranberries, Brussels sprouts, that's all brilliant food. So there's no issue with that. Where there starts to be an issue is if you eat lots and lots of chocolate, lots and lots of pudding, lots and lots of Christmas cake, lots and lots of alcohol. That's where the issue starts to happen. So we wouldn't say to people not to have alcohol or not to have that beautiful slice of Christmas pudding. And I can vividly remember that first taste of Christmas pudding my mother gave me many, many years ago. And thankfully, I'm going to cherish my mother cooking the same Christmas pudding this year. And I'll cherish every single sliver of pudding that I get. But I have to recognize that if I eat 90% or 80% or even 60% of rubbish for Christmas... I'm going to come back to my performance world next year fatter, maybe less fit, maybe gone soft instead of flourishing for Christmas and being ready to attack 2019 with real good energy, real good focus, and obviously lots of belief that I can improve and develop and grow in my life. So our last and most important message for you this festive period and we have to recognize that some people don't believe in Christmas. And some of our listeners to this podcast maybe are not religious in any way. However, hopefully everybody believes in the festive spirit of the holiday period. So even if you're not religious, and even if you don't believe in Christ, perhaps you see the opportunity over the festive holiday period to give. The gift of living is giving. Perhaps everybody listening in can understand maybe one person to give to at Christmas. Maybe it's an old person who doesn't have any children or doesn't have a husband or a wife. Maybe it's a little disabled kid who you can spend some quality time with and maybe give a very meaningful gift to. Perhaps it's your elderly parents to really ensure that they flourish and get the most out of the Christmas. Or maybe it is 
the father Peter McVeary Trust, who rather than giving lots of gifts out to people that don't need gifts, maybe you make a little donation and call in in person and give a little donation to the team or the people who are down and out in inner city Dublin or in Cork, perhaps Limerick. And finally, in terms of giving, maybe you give the greatest gift of all, which is around your presence, your best positive curing and compassionate presence at Christmas. So from me and the McNulty and our team at McNulty Performance, we wish you a very happy, healthy, and flourishing Christmas.